Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now welcome to super movie brothers let's start the show this is a podcast on the pod fix network Check out more shows like it at oddfixnetwork.com. Maya con Dios. The ultimate rush. There's nothing that comes close to it. Not even sex. Not tragic to die doing what you love. If you want the ultimate gotta be willing to pay the ultimate price you're trying to tell me the fbi is going to pay me to learn to surf fear causes hesitation hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true babes take one the correct term is babes sir 100 pure adrenaline does either one of you have anything even remotely interesting to tell me caught my first tube this morning sir Welcome to Super Movie Brothers, episode 147. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. Super Movie Brother Jay. Jay. Bruh. Yeah. What's up, bro? And for the first Got my bros here with me. <laughs> for the first time in 47 episodes, we have Rob. Rob, how you been? I'm doing very well, thank you. You don't have a show anymore. No, I'm just uh, I'm in Jay's category now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but grudging co-host. Uh, and then of course we are joined by Cult Movie Mark. Yes. The bros are all back together. The bros are all here. The crew's here, man. The whole we're all here and we're gonna be talking about point break. Yeah. And flipping our hair. I think that the whole time. <laughs> None of us have hair long enough. To <laughs> no, no, no. None of us can grow hair long enough. <laughs> if only we had Swayze's hair. <laughs> if only we had Swayze's hair. <laughs> the mullet in the back. So this is both Rob and Mark's first time back with us in a while. So I thought it'd be nice to take a minute and catch up with everybody. So Mark, what have you been up to, man? In the uh, in this hmm. what? This is almost five months. We took off six months. We took off. Yeah, let's from put them on the spot, dude. Yeah, exactly. That's what <laughs> I want. Really done. put me on the spot. <laughs> um, well, I mean, me and Jay did do something with you. We we went and saw yes. your. Uh, short film festival you did yes i really appreciate that actually you guys came out that uh, was really cool yeah it was cool yeah. we just did a night of of short films and i showed my uh my short that i made uh, a few months ago and actually jay has a little cameo as a voice in there yeah and uh, <laughs> yeah we just had a night of uh you know mo- a lot of people i knew some i didn't know uh showing their work and uh it went over pretty well you guys seem to enjoy it so i did i enjoyed like a oh, Full two thirds of the films. 
Well, that's, hey, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I'll take it. Other than yours, um, I think my favorite one was The Princess Vagina. Oh. That had me. Oh, Princess Pussy. Princess yes. Pussy. Oh, yes. yes. That, that was had good. me cracking. There, I, there, look at me trying to use the proper <laughs> terminology. Yeah. Like, uh, trying to be a nice yeah. guy. and uh, Scientific. Yeah, Princess Pussy. It was, it was, but it was, it was fucking hilarious. That one actually, like, really yeah. made me laugh. No, it was, uh, like, I thought we had a good mix of films. So, Absolutely. Uh, nice variety there. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so, also, did I have a, a daughter? When the last time we recorded, I believe, she I believe was, you had. Maybe she was just. Born. I was about to say you had just given birth to her, but then that just, <laughs> that completely diminishes your wife's role in yeah. everything that happens. So I don't. Want to, I did. You will not be invited over <laughs> again. But yes, you 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 do have a daughter, yes. and she's what? No, she's nine. Well, months. now she's now she's like oh she just turned ten months. So. Ten months. Yeah. So no, you had so, her okay, while so we were she's, recording. She's before. been around. <laughs> She's old news now. Yeah, but, no, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, she's been taking up uh, a lot of time, but it's been great. And uh, she's growing and learning and all that fun stuff. Yeah, she, now she has full control of her head. She can lift yes, her head up. She yeah. can do that. Yeah, that's a, that's a uh, milestone. And she's teething now, so it's been just oh, that's great. awesome. All your shirts are soaked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, saliva all, all over the place. Uh, <laughs> screaming all the time. But no, she's really good. And, uh, you know, so just been, uh, yeah, doing the, doing the baby thing and uh, still working on some writing. And I just uh, showed Dave and... And Rob, a, a comic that I was working on that came out. Absolutely, uh, so slightly altered man. You guys can find it on. Yeah. Uh, you guys can find it on Amazon. Amazon you can get yeah. it for your Kindles, or you can actually order now a printed version of it. Yes, you can. Awesome. And uh, first two issues are out. Third one's coming out very soon. Awesome, Rob. What have you been up to, man? Well, um, I took some time off because I gave up my podcast. Uh, I used to do the Fan Film Boys. Yeah, it's it dead. Just, it's, dead. it's dead. Yeah, it. Uh, just wasn't getting the audience that I was expecting and hoping for, and it was just a lot of work uh, involved in getting it together and getting people on, guests and stuff like that. Well, just yeah, you were doing the interviews and stuff. I was doing like- the interviews and, and trying to like just get the interaction from people to try and join in, and it just didn't have the, the fan base. So I'm still looking out there to possibility of doing another podcast of some sort, but uh, you know, just enjoying some some time off my uh my son's just started playing baseball so that's been a lot of fun and expensive but uh um, sure. and like i said to you before are you disappointed that we don't have cricket in the states like does that bother you well i mean unless he wants to play with a bunch of indians i don't really there's not really that much choice um but uh no it's it's been a good couple of uh couple, couple of months i i probably should have came back sooner but uh my parents were here for a little bit of it as well which is good all right yeah and that's uh if if you wonder what what was such a delay in movie cocktail blame rob yep that was me <laughs> i take full responsibility for that one <laughs> all right so let's get into point break here so this is the official first episode of movie cocktail season two and we put up a poll and we had a this this category came from patreon as all of our categories uh this season of movie cocktails will do so all the patrons got together and and they are the ones that chose the categories for us. Now, this one was uh, by Patron J, who is the, the co-host of this show. <laughs> <laughs> and he, you could have fooled me. I mean, <laughs> you could have lied. Could have made up a name. <laughs> could have. But now this one, this one came from Jay. Uh, Patreon K. <laughs> and Jay wanted us to do bank heist movie specifically bank heist i remember i was like hey right. man can we do like you know bank like robbery like yeah i was very specific casino yeah. heist or like diamond heist and he's like no has to be a bank heist and i was like all right fair enough i guess you'll limit us to half a dozen movies and we'll just go with that you know there's plenty of them out there yeah yeah the italian job where everyone gets to drive like little uh mini coopers that oh, made them no. pop come on you're gonna do the original if you're gonna do yeah the with michael kane you're only supposed to yeah. blow the bloody the doors bloody off, doors off. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hope you're not a member of the fire brigade. <laughs> that was that was rated as like the most well known like line from a movie. Really? quite a few years huh. ago. Yeah. What member of the fire brigade? No, the, no the, blow the yeah. blow the bloody doors off. Huh. It, it, that that must be an international audience, isn't it? <laughs> not in the United States. <laughs> All right, so we had four movies that were put up for vote. There was a Point Break that was put up by Rob. Yo, and we had Heat with Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. That came in third place. Okay. Uh, yeah, third place. Did, and did pretty well. And that was yeah. nominated by Mark. And then Jay put up Baby Driver, mm-hmm. which came in second place. And I put up Inside Man, which was nowhere near <laughs> the rest of them. Like I knew that that was that was a poor pick. However, isn't that the only bank heist in this in this in these bits? Like that's an actual heist. Well, from start to finish, it's a that's heist. the whole movie. Right. Yeah. The right. rest of these are all bank robberies. Right. Look, I love all the all, all the movies are great. But you were specific, Jay. You said bank heist, so. I take the win, technically. No, okay. <laughs> I see how season two is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> Rigged as always. Yes. <laughs> now, the winner was Point Break, and it goes to Rob. He got 32% of the votes. We got uh, 380 votes on this poll. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a great season. We got another one coming up right after this episode. We'll announce our four nominations for a category by Patron Dave. Wink, wink. <laughs> now, who's that? That's me. Oh, oh, okay. now, you could have lied again. We are not the only two Patreons. <laughs> for, it's just going to come our back, own back, and Patreon, yeah. back and forth. No. Patron J has picked this one. <laughs> now, when I posted it on Patreon, I immediately like answered for myself, and I told Jay to jump on and answer, so they were just the first two categories that came out. So, so yeah, we will do four films for terror in the woods and terror in the woods will be for horror films and i'm doing the rabbit fucking ears as hard as i fucking can horror films because the movie jay's picked is not a horror film so (laughs) no one's gonna vote for it anyway so it doesn't matter let's get into talking about this movie point break came out in 1991 it was produced by james cameron and directed by Catherine bigelow and uh she went on to do some great films in the early to mid 2000 range where she had the hurt rock locker zero dark 30 she won an oscar and everything like that but Early in her career, she did Point Break with Keanu Reeves, Gary Busey, and of course, Patrick Swayze. And let us yes. not forget Mr. Blood Sex Sugar Magic himself, oh, yeah. Anthony Kiedis. So my kiss. <laughs> 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 too small of a role. Too small. Ah, oh, come on. When, when they, oh, when, but it was worth it though. When the when the oh, when yeah. the when the camera like pans over to him and he does that, like, yeah. he does like that lip thing. <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, what? What is this guy doing? <laughs> like they waste so film on kiss. that. I can just picture Catherine <laughs> Bigelow just being like, I just do something you would do on stage. <laughs> yeah. Do something. Yeah. Chill so he pulls it. He pulls his pants down and she's like, no, 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 not 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 that. Yeah, do don't some, do that. Do something else. Do something. Else. Takes a sock out. Yeah. All right. So let's go around. Let's talk about everyone's first experience with this movie. We'll start with Rob since it was his film and it won. Rob, what was your first experience with this movie? Was watching it this time the first time your first no, go around? No, no, no. I'd seen it a long time ago. Big fan I, of those Australian scenes in the end, right? Oh, <laughs> it's the typical Australian. You know, it's the. I, I'm I'm surprised as he was walking off the beach. Oh, it's not mate. out the beach. I'm surprised he didn't say, I've got a Barbie over here. I'm, I'm cooking some shrimp. And then as he's walking away, he goes, you know, that's really not a knife. Yeah. I don't, want, that, that I don't want any shrimp. I don't yeah. want any shrimp, bro. I'm here for a birdie. But um, <laughs> I remember seeing it when I was young. 
uh, I, I loved it because it was it was a, an adventure. Mm-hmm. I mean, between the surfing and the skydiving and yeah. and the bank robberies in between, you know, it was just and and at that stage of my life, I was a big Keanu Reeves fan because obviously Bill and Ted, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I just wanted to see what he was doing, yeah. and and it was such a different role to that that I was like, oh wow, yeah. this this guy's really cool. That's when he started. And there's been like nothing like this star. on screen before. No, at that exactly. Time. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of movies like this sort of thing, yeah, the, but, like, the whole, but but not not the, like the action adventure type, yeah. like the characters yeah. just letting loose. I think that's living. a big part of why it became such a cult classic is because people just had so much fun with it, and you never saw this really that kind of. I don't know. Have you guys seen Rad? No, that's the that. BMX one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With, Rad. Uh, what's Nicole Kidman? Nicole Kidman, yeah. 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 There's also BMX Bandits, guys. Yep. Yep. Come on. I remember BMX There's, Bandits. Is it late 90s? Oh, yeah, but they, they yeah, weren't skydiving. Yeah, yeah, I think they were both saying they combined a lot of different Right. It combined elements. a lot yeah. of elements. It combined yeah, the buddy cop element that we got yeah. with Lethal Weapon. Yep. It combined, like, that action adventure type thing that you got with movies like Rad, BMX Bandits, you know, stuff like that. Um, it it, it kind of... It bank robbery stuff. And, and then yeah. it just gave you Patrick Swayze on top of that. Swayze's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all around and, cool dude. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was it was an awesome movie in nineteen ninety one. And I we'll get into some of the facts about it, like uh how it did financially and stuff like that. But Jay, what was your first experience with Point Break? A very long time ago. Um I is extremely foggy. I just remember it being a fun little movie. I think I probably saw it in grade school sometime, and then I rewatched it about a month ago because I had a f- inkling that this might win, <laughs> and it was kind of smart. And uh, I had I had a good time with it. It is so dated though, and it's funny. Um, it's really beautifully shot in some sequences and um, horribly acted in many. <laughs> Keanu Reeves included, and. Uh, and really just reaffirmed, you know, the star power of Patrick Swayze. Because I didn't really grow up in that era so much. Um, so now re- seeing back on some of these performances of his in his prime, it really it really just goes to show why he was such a star. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of I had a lot of fun um, a lot of fun revisiting this movie. All right, know. Mark. For me, this movie is one of those uh, you know, like one of those movies my dad would rent, those R-rated movies that I would kind of sneak downstairs and take a little peek and see like uh this one and I remember uh Under Siege 2, Dark Territory, oh, yeah. classic film where he rips out uh, the guy's throat with his bare hands. <laughs> yeah, and the bad guy at the end dies like three times. Yeah, it's a crazy movie, but anyway, yeah, so this reminds me of that time uh when I was younger and you know, it wasn't really allowed I guess to watch movies like this. So uh yeah, it was like just reminds me of kind of like uh that thrill of you know, watching something like this and seeing the bad words and violence and all that stuff. So I, I still think it's a fun movie that holds up for sure. It, yeah. it definitely does. Now, I haven't seen this since probably early high school years. It was probably the last time I saw it. And the way I remembered it was a very cheesy 90s action film. And that's the way I pretty much thought about going into this where I was like, oh, what? I mean, whatever. It's a fun romp. Um, and I remembered it being like pretty short. It's 122 minutes. It's not short. It's solid two hours. Yeah, it's a solid two hour long film. And I, I just remember it being kind of like cheesy in a way, but watching it again, I, there was a lot more to appreciate than I really realized. I think my first go around with it. And, uh, I think like you know, you were saying so, some of the scenes are like really gorgeous. Like I really liked the night surfing scene. I thought like that mm-hmm. all looked fantastic. All the mm-hmm. skydiving stuff was shot extremely well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the foot chase, uh, when, yeah. when Keanu Reeves is chasing Bodie and Bodie's in mm-hmm. his Ronald Reagan mask and, mm-hmm. and, and they're running that scene through the, was through the houses. Was, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Really, really well done. A lot well of great, done. like, handheld camera work and, and like, the bank heist scene or the bank, the bank robbery scenes. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <I> got, <laughs> no, sure you you had right. it right the first time. Yeah. Uh, those <laughs> scenes are really, like, visceral and kind of raw. And, yeah, it's a really good-looking movie, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, you know, when people brought this up, on, a, I hear about it on a lot of other podcasts and stuff like that. I'm always like, oh, whatever. You know, like, I never think of it as anything that I really wanted to go back to. And now that I was watching it last night and I was really enjoying it, I was like, wow, like, this actually is a, a film from the early 90s that holds up. And I'm not a big 90s action fan. Like, I far prefer what? the 80s action movies over the 90s so action movies. Dave and I differ. Yeah. And, but when I went back and watched this, I was like, dude, this is solid. Probably because it's so close to the 80s. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> early 90s, yeah. So uh, this film was not incredibly successful in the theaters. It cost around $24 million to make, estimated, and it grossed $43.2 million. So it made its money back and then some, but that's not really considered terribly profitable, um, which is probably why it never garnered a sequel. Back now, in the now, Dave, would you call this a cult film? Uh, that's the, that's what I'm getting at. Okay, I would say this is a hundred percent cult status at really this came point. Came back, yeah, yeah. I think I think people remember it more fondly now mm -hmm. than people who who in the '90s, you know, looking back. in 1995. This film probably wasn't remembered as much yeah. as it is in 2019. And also a newfound respect for it, like you said, looking back at it, you can actually like see things in it that are you know that you like. This is a good film. It's not just like a cheesy romp. You know? Yeah, I wonder if things like John Wick being so successful. Successful, uh, have caused some people to go back and look at other Keanu Reeves movies and and one can and, only hope and really take a look I at think so because this is yeah. a big big franchise yeah, for him you know it, well it's not a franchise there's only one Jack. <laughs> two well I'm talking about John Wick oh John, John Wick yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah that's a big franchise and how that's yeah. becoming more and more popular again yeah. for him point, and save that one so, yeah. <laughs> at this point is Point Break the only movie that doesn't have a sequel I feel like everything everything else does yeah, I mean, and, and, and the 90s was rife yeah. for, for doing sequels like everything that was that was that was big True. did sequels but I think that just shows how original the movie was is that you know all these elements that came together it's like you can't really do that again in a way <laughs> and, and, and that's what holds it alone yeah. too is that like some of these movies, they ruined them by making the sequels. You know, the the bad guy gets away at the end or something like this, like Bodie gets away. And But and, Bad Boys but 2 is better than Bad Boys 1. <laughs> you ain't seen Bad Boys 2. Well, yeah, or the, Speed. You have the occasional. Speed 2 is horrible. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, Interesting you bring up Speed 2, though. It was actually the reason that Keanu Reeves lost, like, half of his career. Because he refused to do Speed 2. <laughs> and Fox blacklisted him wow. for 10 years wow. whoa yeah that explains a lot yeah yeah he was blacklisted which is why you saw him go into doing a lot of smaller roles so other studios might of, think that he's like difficult like, or like whatever a lot know. of indie roles he made two bill and ted's though and another one's coming out soon. <laughs> that's true the that's third true. one is coming out very <laughs> yeah, soon so for that. he but loves yeah. those characters though, so but, so so fox like blacklisted him for a long time and they were pretty um, pretty powerful back then. Yeah, at this know? at this time, yeah, yeah, they were, they, they, they were pretty powerful. Did you ever so. work with Fox again after that? Uh, that I'm unsure. I don't of. think I mean, so. probably not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't yeah. think he would ever want to. Right, <laughs> yeah. being shafted that, for a yeah. decade. And and what's the difference now? Everyone works for the mouse. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Let's all bow down to the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I did make a cocktail for this. This is being the first movie cocktail. I the the duties of making the cocktail fell on me. Next time they will fall on Rob. Then they'll fall on Jay. Then they'll fall on Mark. That's how we'll do it. It'll be like a round robin. So uh, in the next category, I got to pick my movie first this time. Rob will get to pick his movie first. Then Jay. 
than Mark and so on, so on, round robin style. But this cocktail I made is called Bodie's Sunrise. And the way like I was kind of picturing this cocktail was that it was kind of like one part whiskey sour, one part tequila sunrise, and then like another part of like a, a Malibu Bay Breeze. So it's it's kind of like all those things mixed together in a way. So it's two ounces of rum, two ounces of blue curacao. Been getting a lot of use out of that alcohol recently. Anytime you need, I know, right? Anytime you need the color blue, uh, that's that seems to be the color you use. Uh, that seems to be the the, the liquor you use. Uh, and then I use two ounces of orange juice, two ounces of pineapple juice, one tablespoon of lime juice, one tablespoon of lemon juice, and one egg white. That's to make the sea foam. <laughs> then you pour that into a shaker with ice you shake it up and then you pour it into into a tumbler glass with ice and you garnish with a lemon wheel the lemon wheel being your sun and the egg white makes this nice like froth on top of it and i, I gotta say it does look like the ocean it like does. yeah no I, that I'm, was the idea I'm of the, it. the ice cubes being in it kind of come up and and the the egg like white a nice ocean too not like the jersey shore like, no no, no, no. Yeah, like a tropical <laughs> this yeah. is this is like, like caribbean yeah. gorgeous baja beaches mm-hmm. like right here you know <laughs> like right. uh b i wanted the egg white to kind of froth up and make it look like white caps and uh and it lasts a while too yeah, actually I, I thought that that would like as you drink it would sort of go away like uh like the froth of the beer mm-hmm. or something like that but it, yeah. it stays it's it's there as we get all the way down to the bottom now we did we used egg whites for our christmas cocktail for uh love actually and um ever since i that was the first time i ever used egg whites in a cocktail now anytime i do something sour i like to put the egg whites in because it helps cut down on that sourness as you put it to your lips but it also adds like a richness to it yeah it adds a little bit of like thickness to the cocktail and it makes you feel like you're drinking something of substance so even though it's very i love it yeah it's very light it's very tropical it's very but i also think it did cut cut down into the sugar so yeah. it doesn't taste as sweet yeah and, and it's, it's a good balance i guess it, it's it's pretty well balanced mm. obviously i'll be putting up pictures on twitter and we'll we'll be getting pictures up there um i guess i should address the fact that we don't have a cocktail manual yet that was supposed to come out uh i cannot find a publisher for this <laughs> and self-publish. it turns out it's super hard to self-publish too because yes, it's it most <laughs> it's mostly pictures <laughs> oh yeah well i know that i know what that's about yeah, yeah. so it's mostly pictures mm. so like one of the things i found out was like a lot of the stuff that i was putting in these pictures was you know we don't have the copyright for uh, that is true yeah so um like even the nintendo controllers yeah. in the um in in the uh mario mushroom shot that mm. we did they told me that i couldn't even use them really? in there because that is proprietary equipment and has huh. a copyright on it so i can't put that in there at all so i'm going to have to go back and make all of our old cocktails again, take new photos for them, and then do new write-ups for them and everything like that wow. to then get it done. And, I mean, alcohol is not, like, terribly expensive, but it's expensive yeah, enough that I... making that many cocktails. Yeah, I'm going to have to make, like, one a week wow. for the next, like, year to, to catch up. So, so the book may still be coming out. So the book may still yeah. be coming out, but even self-publishing, like, I wasn't able to do it. Like, right. no one would yeah, would allow me to distribute it anywhere because of the copyrighted material that I was mm. put in there. Like, I can't even have the DVD cases in there. I can't even have a picture wow. of the movie in Blurred there. out or something, yeah. yeah copyright like, stuff. No, yeah. all this copyright stuff. So, yeah. like, uh, so then I was even thinking, like, well, so how would I do this? Like, how do I put this book together? And, like, I'm going to have to say, like, this is the point break cocktail, but I can't use any of the logos from the films. I can't use any still frames from the films. I can't use any pictures from the films. You can misspell it. 
Right. Point with an E at the end. But I can put point. No, but I can say it's the point break cocktail, but I can't put like the cover of the movie in there, like the movie's poster in there anywhere. Yeah. Which I was like, man. So like, that just seems weird because I I would, I would think even though that that the movie's copyright, like the image, I would feel like is just. Right. It's promotional stuff, right? Promotional. Yeah. That's what I thought too. It's promotional stuff. And I thought even if I put like the the copyrighted symbol in the bottom of it and put like, let's say copywritten Warner Brothers 1991 at the bottom of it, you know, that, that, that should be enough enough hmm. to, to that i'm giving credit like i'm not saying i created right. this i'm giving credit to the creators yeah. of it but yeah, so like i made point break yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. um. i made point break i made this drink <laughs> yeah. and you know <laughs> same thing like you know <laughs> yeah bro yeah bro uh, i totally <laughs> made point break bro <laughs> hopefully you can work around it somehow so yeah, yeah it's 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 gonna be a long road to getting that cocktail manual out we mm. might wind up with two seasons of this show and like 36 odd some drinks mm. to put into like you can one do a best of maybe. Massive manual. That's <laughs> fun. So yeah, it's gonna take me some time to get back to that. So let's get into the film itself. Let's get into discussing the film and some of our favorite bits from it. So Point Break starts off with a training montage. <laughs> Most of the time you have to wait like till 20 minutes into a movie, midway right through a movie it. to get to it. They give you a training montage right up front. And we see the uh, training of Johnny Utah, who is a former college football player, football star. Uh, with a name like that, I mean, could you be anything could you, else? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that at some point someone refers to him as like Johnny Unitas or something. <laughs> it's like, no, that's Johnny Utah, man. <laughs> Come on. Uh, and they, uh, so, so after he blew his knee out and had to take two years off for surgeries, he lost his chance at going to the NFL, going pro, mm-hmm. and he had to join well, the was the only one that, that recognized him, correct? That, that, that's correct. So that, to me, like really surprised me. So here's this guy who is like, I'm assuming Buddhist, uh, yeah, surfer I think, guy. I think the character is supposed to be like the ultimate male or right. male fantasy. Well, like he well, just knows in, all things masculine. Yeah, he's always in control. Always in control. Well. So he has to know everything more than more than the, it's just it. a male thing. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he needs to know everything. He needs to be in charge. So mm-hmm. he had to be the one that recognized. He him fucks your soon to be girlfriend already. He's just like he's done it all. He's he's been there and done that. <laughs> I picture he smells like sandalwood, <laughs> like all the time. Yeah. Not even when he's doing this movie. Not just in Point Break. <laughs> so Every movie. Uh, Johnny Utah then goes to the L.A. office of the fbi and he meets dr cox <laughs> and he's playing like somewhat the same character just without like the funny bits he's just an he's just an asshole yeah. uh it's a uh, john c mcginley he's just yeah. in everything right who was yeah. who was in a ton of like 90s action shows films up in every year uh, and, and here he is here and uh he is assigned to the you know the aging partner the old man played by gary Busey, uh who has that line where he's like you know i was taking shrapnel in saigon <laughs> while you were wiping shit on your cheeks <laughs> it's just like what? It's like what the yeah, fuck? You're wiping shit stains out of your yeah. underwear. Or something yeah. like that, yeah. 
Uh, Gary Busey is a national treasure. Nah, yeah, he? he is. He is. I mean, and he has that most famous line, young, dumb, and full of calm. Young, oh, yeah. dumb, full of calm. I, was, yep. I thought it was John C. McGinley, but maybe he said a couple times. Uh, I do like the way that Gary Busey meets Johnny Utah, where they're like, they're in the... Uh, they're at the pool, and he's like, 22 years as an agent, and I've never known what jumping into the water and picking oh, yeah. up two bricks while blindfolded has ever done for me. <laughs> and then he starts going off, you believe me, they're giving this dumb kid, and he starts <laughs> bashing Johnny Utah, like right in front of Johnny Utah. It was a, it was a, nice, it was a nice icebreaker yeah. for these two meeting each other, and it showed you that Johnny Utah, you know, while, while he's a young guy and stuff like that, he's not above taking a little bit of ribbing, you know, like he, yeah. he gives as good as he gets and stuff like that, and immediately, you know, he well, they dive right into likeable. it. Yeah. They you do. They, there's no sugarcoating. Yeah. They just get right into right. it. Immediately after all this Johnny Utah meeting stuff, we get a robbery scene with the ex-presidents oh. as as mm-hmm. they, they go in. There's, I believe, what are the masters? Lyndon B. Johnson, um, Nixon, Nixon and Reagan, 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 and I don't know. I guess the other one's JFK. I guess they're supposed to be like the most recent presidents. Okay. I guess maybe someone skipped Jimmy Carter, but everyone skips Jimmy Carter. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so they are robbing a bank and we kind of get this 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 idea of you know just how dangerous these guys are um because there's some there's some brutality in in their in their robberies you know like i think i think uh the ronald reagan guy walks up and who's who is Bodie, but he smashes a guy in the face with the butt of his gun and stuff like that you know they're pointing guns at people threatening people and then we get to see the investigation side of it after that happens we find out what makes this a bank heist movie in that these guys are so good at robbing banks. They're they're never in a bank for more than 90 seconds. They're in and out in under 90 seconds, and every guy knows their job. Two guys are, are crowd control, while the other two guys are cleaning the registers. And the one guy, we even see like how, how well-versed he is in where the dye pack is mm. because he throws it up in the air and it explodes and stuff like that. They knew it had the dye pack in it, and they knew not to take that one. Go for the vault, right? And they never go for the vault, and so immediately, you know, they're talking about it's what over history. You always hear that, right? It's the truth. I mean, it's the only way if you ever really want to be a genuine successful robber. I mean, that's the only way to you do don't it. Get greedy. You yeah. can't get that greedy. All right. you potential criminals out there, make sure you listen. Yeah. To make sure, make sure you listen to that. Spoiler, <laughs> alert. Spoiler. Alert. Go, go, go for the. I mean, but honestly, what are they getting out of those out of those drawers? Fifteen hundred, two thousand yeah. dollars. Like you're not getting a lot out of the I'm drawers. I'm surprised that surfers could be so organized. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> efficient. But, you but, know? but again, but that comes enough, from the leadership of Bodie. Right. But if you've hit enough banks and you're not greedy and and you know, mm-hmm. you that's all you do. A little do. bit here, a little bit there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're going to make the money. 30 banks over two years is what yeah. they say. So they've they've been doing it successfully for two years without being caught. Mm-hmm. And this is also where we find out about Gary Busey's theory yes. on them. And I like that scene because uh, Keanu Reeves kind of goads him into it. Yeah. He's like antagonistic with him. And so you can see how they kind of work as partners in that scene. Yeah. They find a getaway car. The getaway car is always ditched several miles from the scene. It's always some jalopy that they pick up that's good enough just to get them out of out of eyesight. And then it, they, they drop it off and they immediately, you know, hightail it out of there. I mean, it's stereotypical, but I think it is always a positive thing for cops to be like a yin and yeah. yang, like old guy, yeah. young guy. Are you mad? Yeah, you goddamn right I'm mad. It's different perspectives. Good, it's good to feel alive. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because <laughs> Gary Busey, you know, he's, he's everyone's laughing at him for his crazy theory, but right. you know, Keanu Reeves actually is interested in what he has to say. So I think that's kind of like a cool thing. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, he's there. He's young, dumb, full of comments. Yeah. So he's but, but open he's, to ideas. But he's open to ideas. But he's so, also young. 
and he's that's the key thing it's like he's young and he's actually open-minded to different kind of uh options and theories yeah and he's straight from school you know yeah so then we get that scene that's kind of like it's kind of like where the idea of the movie really takes off it's really like the end of the first act and it's only 20 minutes in um and they they go back they're watching the surveillance video they're going over the evidence and gary Busey's explaining his theory as to why he believes that it's surfers who are committing these crimes he's talking about Check like that tan line right the tan <laughs> line where a sw- where a a uh swimsuit would cover you know like that uh he's he also talks about how there's a mixture of there someone scuffs the counter while jumping over it and it leaves like ass yeah it leaves asphalt sand and sex wax on it and uh sex wax is obviously used for greasing up your board to give you traction and stuff like that so he he tells him that he believes that that he's a that that it's a gang of surfers and therefore johnny utah is the right age Mm -hmm. and can act in the right way to infiltrate the surfing community Mm -hmm. and find out who it is and then we kind of go on this and it's kind of like almost like comical the way like they go about it at first mm-hmm. um yeah it's well, only- and they do they make fun of themselves he gets, really like, embedded in the culture you right know? if yeah. Bodie didn't know anything about college football johnny utah would have been fucked he would have been he would have been walking around the beach for two fucking years ripping hair out of guys heads trying yeah. to match the sample <laughs> to everybody and uh <laughs> and that's and that's that's how they would have done it. also not how police work is done you cannot just walk up to anybody <laughs> and be like you gotta be on your hair bro <laughs> saved your life <laughs> look he was young he was, he was you know brash he, he had his own way of doing things full come i was trying not to say that but yeah, basically it's the correct of the movie young dumb full come and <laughs> except the, and the priest, was like 45 but you know and the precinct hated this theory so they were yeah. just waiting to pull the plug oh absolutely so yeah. like they when they were fucking up in the beginning they were really really trying to just like end this theory and just mm-hmm. stop it so they immediately go uh they immediately go for the hardest motherfuckers on the beach. They go after, I believe his name is Warchild. Yeah, the uh, neo-Nazis. Yes. Yeah. yeah, which they are, I mean, uh, they are extremely dark-skinned to be neo-Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone else think that? Does anyone else they, like, look at that? It is California. Too. Yeah. It's California. <laughs> yeah, it was just like. Uh, Nazis, I thought, were like supposed to not have hair. They're Aryan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. What, what, whatever, whatever fits Part-time the purpose Nazis. of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Style, little, style over substance right now. Nuts, yeah. Yeah. They're a little, they're a little loose. <laughs> surf Nazis. Wasn't, wasn't that a movie? That was. Maybe that's what they're going for. Yeah. So they immediately go after after Warchild and uh, Warchild. his his crew. And in his crew is, of course, Anthony Kiedis, where we get that awesome scene where he, where he <laughs> mugs for the camera. <laughs> yeah. He like duck lips before duck lips were popular. Yeah. <laughs> Blood, sex, sugar, magic. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> suck my kiss. <laughs> I just love that he's in this movie. <laughs> so do I, because so they very perfect. easily could have went for Flea, who would have fit in as well. Well, you can't get more Cali than Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh yeah, so. no. I read I, on a totally different note. I read his autobiography. And did you? He went I through some really fucked up yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. His oh, his man. his dad he's, was like was was kind of like was the, well, the one that got him into drugs. Yeah, his, big time. His dad was like a shitty pimp. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And he's an infamous California boy. Yeah. Oh, like Anthony Kiedis was but like, now he's like didn't he have super s- clean? Yeah. And he like yeah. he does everything. 
everything the right way. But yeah. like, he had sex for the first time at like twelve years yeah, old. He was it was um, like all of that. And the first person to ever shoot him up was his dad. Yeah. Wow. So like yeah, he, he had like, a he was hanging out with movie stars because his dad was like involved in the movie scene, but behind the scenes he yeah. wasn't yeah. like involved he wasn't a producer or anything like that but he was like he would be the one that would get the actors and actresses oh, yeah. drugs and yeah. stuff yeah. like that yeah huh. so like if so he was always at the parties i read yeah. I, I read i read the biography as well and it's it's really interesting so like reading that and then going and listening to under the bridge like yeah. it's actually heartbreaking like yeah. it's it's a heartbreaking song like you know it's you always knew it was like a sad song but now you hear like the story behind under the bridge oh. and it's even sadder and and like how you, he went from like being like up there right up top to like going and basically trading in his guitar for drugs at one point yeah that's how desperate he was oh. you know just like it was it was just really interesting then how he turned I wouldn't it all around that, actually uh, well he so like i mean his big turnaround was their bassist OD, didn't yeah. he? And that, that was kind of like the whole band's like big, yeah. big turnaround. Like it, they all of them began. I, I wouldn't. I don't. I'm not going to say like you know they 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 stayed clean, but like it was their they, they started flirting with the idea of, yeah. of getting clean. I can't wait for their movie because yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Where's, yeah. At this day and age, we're due for theirs now. This year it's Elton John. Yeah. Next year it might be Red Hot Chili Peppers. I, I would know. definitely watch that. I, I would watch that over Dirt any day. Yeah. <laughs> I had fun with Dirt though. I did. Uh, but anyway, so uh, that's obviously going after War Child and stuff. It is it, it, it's it's the wrong path. Although they are criminals, they are terrible criminals. They are involved in what looks like heroin or crystal meth dealing. Um, the FBI a does a raid, so. and this is a little ridiculous. Four FBI agents perform a raid. Four agents. That's not, all you need. Not <laughs> FBI SWAT. Just just four agents. Oh, and let's not forget, one of them is at least thirty five pounds overweight and probably about twenty years too old to be tackling guys. <laughs> But they go on this raid, and uh, it doesn't really pan out for them. And uh, Johnny Utah kind of goes. But we to, do see some titties. We do. Oh, yeah, we do see some boobies. Uh, that's part of the reason I was sneaking true. downstairs when I was a kid. Me and Lauren. <laughs> me and Lauren actually commented like, "Kudos to that girl for like being able to fight naked. That's not an easy thing to do." But she fights off two FBI agents yeah. naked <laughs> successfully. Not quite Vigo Morton style, you know? Right, but, right. You know, oh, yeah. that's a little different. Or, or you know, for nerdier people. Eddie Dean from uh, from the Dark Tower series, but you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't pan out. Uh, really, uh, Johnny Utah goes to soak his sorrows in his woman, and he goes to that beach party. Uh, actually, no, the beach party actually happened before this because he oversleeps for going to his own raid. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they, so he goes to soak his sorrows, and he starts falling in deeper with Bodie and and his gang. And this is about the time that he starts to realize. Actually, it's it's Gary Busey. Who realizes that it's it's Bodie and them? Like they they've been looking for surfers, guys who are extremely close knit, mm-hmm. and they got the hair sample from the guy who I believe matched Gromit, and uh, that's what's what leads them to Bodie. So Johnny Utah then has to infiltrate them. Now the way I always remember the movie was that Johnny Utah successfully infiltrates them and goes on crimes with them, but that's not the way it happens at all. He actually gets goaded into going onto the crime spree with them when they go to rob the when bank. They find out before, right? They kidnap his. Him. Yeah. They kidnap his. Like they the, the go. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's actually a happenstance that they come across them, right? Like him and Gary Busey are, you know, ironically, getting donuts. <laughs> 
course. As they rob the bank across the street and they chase them down. <laughs> and this is where Johnny Utah gets seen by the first time by them. Uh, and now at this point, him and Bodie have become, I don't want to say like, you know, best buds yeah but, but they close but yeah close. but they they there's there's an a, there's an attraction between them yeah. for sure there's as electricity as we yeah. as i mean as we all are attracted to swayze in some way <laughs> sure it's the sandalwood it's the sandalwood smell but it's also that fight that he had with Warchild's. you know he's doing he's doing roadhouse in yeah. that scene when he's he fighting Warchild, and he's like roadhousing up he roundhouse <laughs> kicks a guy Epic. <laughs> in the sand in the sand <laughs> it is epic it is and then he like and then he escorts Johnny Utah to his car <laughs> milady <laughs> <laughs> after you bro <laughs> thanks such a romantic thanks yeah. bro you saved me I mean this was like a bromance before that was a big thing. yeah, yeah so like, it was know, I mean yeah. the only other bromance that's that's just as gorgeous as Riggs and Myrtle oh yeah <laughs> That's true. So um, they he's chasing down Bodie after after them, you know, getting it, robbing the bank. And uh, I do like this car chase. It's mm. kind of like a fun car chase. But what's more fun is the foot chase that takes place after that. When Bodie, like, you know, they've been extremely careful about not leaving DNA or any type of evidence behind. You know, he does express uh, cleanup. And he he they go to the gas station and they light the the gas on fire and they they go to burn the impala to the ground and stuff like that. Bodie winds up catching on fire because Johnny Utah is just like fuck it, I don't care if I got a pretty face and it gets burnt, I'm gonna tackle you in the fire. And he like tackles him <laughs> into the fire. Really we okay. should have made you do the whole podcast in that place yeah. So he's like chasing Bodie like through the streets of LA and they're going through these backyards and houses and that's going to get way too annoying I can't now, do that. See, as a kid I, I will have to say this as a kid watching this movie from australia i these are some of my favorite scenes as well because i just love seeing all the different like ways that like america's portrayed right and that's that's what this is you're like seeing real houses yeah. they're going through the back streets yeah then you yeah. see isn't that like the um like the the aqueduct the canal thing what is that called the, um, the la river uh, the la river that yeah. that thing like that was they're iconic. in venice beach right here yeah, just, but yeah that was that was iconic but but going through all those houses like i just loved that scene just the way it showed you get like, the generic woman in a bathrobe and and, yeah. cur- and, and curlers in her yep. hair beating them with the vacuum get out of my house <laughs> um as if it happens every day. Yeah. Was there <laughs> somebody out every? Was there anybody else watching them go through the backyards? And in your head, you were going. Just reminded me of Ferris Bueller's Day Off so much. What are you cooking? Smells good. Trampoline. Yeah. If this movie was made in 2010, this would 100 percent be a parkour scene. Parkour. This is parkour. Internet sensation of 2004. And it was in one of the Bond films. It's pretty impressive. The goal is to get from point A to point B as creatively as possible. So technically they are doing parkour as long as point A is delusion and point B is the hospital. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the remake, I mean, you said you watched like oh, 30 boy. minutes. Of First 30 minutes. Couldn't get past it. Was there any parkour in the, those 30 minutes? Uh, no, but yeah. there. But it was more about, it, like, less about surfing, more about just like extreme. 
okay. sports in general. Like it's just energy drinks, like dirt biking and not CGI know. stuff. Like it's supposed to be all very right, like, right. Solo climbing, like free yeah. solo climbing yeah. and uh, on a waterfall. Yeah, uh, it's it, most exotic locations. What, like, like that's they spent a fortune on this movie, and they traveled make. around the world yeah. in this movie. And what it didn't take place in California. It was all right. over the world, and it sucked. Just <laughs> such major fucking dick. Uh, but yeah, I could not get past 30 minutes of that movie like at all mm. so uh they they we do get the scene where where Bodie's jumping over the fence and like he turns around and clearly locks eyes with johnny utah thus making the recognition mm. that like he mm. is an fbi agent so he kidnaps johnny utah's girlfriend or his former girlfriend however you want to look in at a her very smart way too it's yeah. not like he just kidnaps her oh he no has, like the whole like the whole video like in the back of the van yeah. thing. And I like- got to meet. I got to. So he kidnaps her and takes Johnny Utah and tells him that he's going to rob a bank with them. And if he doesn't do it, then she, she's going to die. His friend Rosie is going to kill her. Um, and, and Rosie's a very bad dude. And Rosie's not a nice guy. Uh, mm. And I, I can't remember her name. Who, who, Petty? Who, who? Yes. Yeah. She, she was, was big back then. She like. was a yeah. big deal back then. She was in Free Willy, if I remember right. She was. Yeah. The, I think she was. Yeah. She was the whale yeah. trainer. She who was helped Tank them. Girl too. She was also well, Tank she Girl. Did Tank Girl after this though, didn't she? Yeah, after, 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 after this, yeah. yeah. And she showed up in a uh, Orange Is a New Black recently. Black, yeah. Yes. She's still. Yeah. She's still. She's still acting now. So I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, I never thought she was attractive. No. Yeah, no. But she had that, so she had that why, punk vibe though. But that's why movie. I think yeah. this that's why this made this a little bit different. She mm. wasn't that like yeah. big boobed, like <laughs> blonde yeah. beach. I know what you mean. She wasn't like Pam Anderson. About. Yeah, she wasn't like You know, that. she was she right. was but but she was also in there. She was surfing right. as well. Like, where she's cute. That you big know, she's, boob yeah. blonde woman would be. In ninety one, this could have been Yasmin Bleef. Like they yeah. could have gotten her. But I like they went do. that different angle. Yeah, they went a different yeah. route with it. So yeah. but Bodie has to get to to Rosie by six PM to to tell him not to kill her. And if he doesn't do it, if Johnny kills him, then Johnny doesn't know where she is and she dies. So he kind of has to go along with everything. They rob you the Joker? Like what is right. <laughs> this elaborate plan he had? It's crazy. Well, it depends. Because <laughs> some of her might be somewhere or everywhere. Depending on the time. <laughs> yeah. So um they <laughs> he goes and robs the bank and this is the first time where Bodie's I don't how do I put it like Bodie's machismo gets the better of him he's he he's always been the type of guy who's in control he's always been the leader dog, yeah. right and Johnny Utah has thrown him off mm-hmm. now um and he didn't see it coming mm-hmm. so now he has to piss all over everybody and assert his dominance again and dry right. and dry hump everybody and that's that's what he's doing <laughs> but but I also think it's like uh, as Survival. I was saying it, it, it's he knows this might be one of the last ones he might get to do. Right. So you know, because he's he's been seen, they know who he is. Like all of the heists, all the robberies before this, they they had no idea who he was. Yet even if they bring him along, somebody's know somebody knows who he is now, and it makes a difference in this. So he has to go for the vault. He has to do something bigger because he he just. He's afraid, I think, a part of it. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, in this moment, uh, he breaks his ultimate rule and they go to the vault and just there just so happens because we're in america and there's a guy there with a gun who's a cop um and the security guard has a gun they get together they decide 
Let's blow them away. Let's be heroes. Yeah. And they they do. They they shoot. I believe they shoot uh, Bodhi in the chest. Then they shoot Keanu Reeves. They shoot Johnny Utah. And they shoot Gromit. But they actually, the bullets actually go through Gromit's vest and, and kill and wind up killing him. Mm. And they, they that's where they run off to, to the airport. Uh, Gary Busey winds up meeting his end at the airport. Uh, by what's his name? Ratface? Rats? <laughs> the Ratfink? <laughs> the Ratfink. <laughs> the names of this movie are just yeah. So, oh, it's <laughs> so they they wind up flying off uh, in, in a plane, yeah. and this is the part I always remembered too, like from when I was a kid. Just like the fact that they, you know, because the whole movie is based around surfing and bank robberies, and then and like you said, Rob, like just so many different elements to yeah. it. Like the fact that they end up skydiving and fighting in midair i mean it's yeah. just insane but yeah so it's crazy it wasn't expected it, it, it was when not you first expected watching no. it you're like okay they're gonna get the plane's gonna be their yeah. getaway that's why i was like did and this then, actually happen like i had yeah. to rewatch it to make sure yeah <laughs> uh, so they're they're up in the air and gromit gets thrown out of the plane first uh he's bleeding he's talking about his cold and johnny utah is like that's your blood running out of your body <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna die gromit <laughs> you're gonna die uh so <laughs> He gets thrown out the plane, dies. Uh, Bodhi lands, and uh, Johnny Utah is well. Well, Bodhi jumps out the plane, and Johnny Utah. Patrick Swayze really jumped out the plane. We do want to bring that up. Don't they land on water too? So no, that was the first jump they did together. I skipped that part because that was more of like bros just being hardcore. That was that that was like, dude, that was bros holding hands in a circle. That was yeah, yeah. It was like a five way windmill. I jerk you off, you jerk me (laughs) off. Feels good, sir. Feels good. Their tips were practically touching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were that bonded. Yeah, it was a very bonding moment. So Bodhi jumps out of the plane after Gromit goes out, and he's after he's already thrown the money out with Gromit and everything. And Utah is left with nothing. There's no parachute, uh, and the plane is is going to move on, and he's going to lose Bodhi. He'll never know whether his girlfriend is saved, and he just can't live with Bodhi winning. Doesn't, so doesn't he have like this little like uh, tantrum thing almost in there? Before he, he does. Out. He does. He does. Like oh. himself into it, yeah. and then he just stops and he goes, "Fuck it." Yeah, <laughs> he just, yeah that's the part's great. And he pulls a Travis Pastrana before Travis Pastrana was maybe even born. I think maybe Travis Pastrana was born in the late eighties, but Travis Pastrana was a basically a drip down daddy's leg at this point. Um, <laughs> but Travis Pastrana is famous for jumping out of airplanes without parachutes, and yeah. that's what Johnny Utah does. Goes yeah. out, goes down without a parachute, latches on to Bodie. Uh, pointing. Is a- that what he used to do? Was just jump out of um, airplanes and then attach himself to an other person who is strapped up. No, Travis shoot. Pastrana used to throw his parachute out, wait five seconds, and then dive out after oh, his parachute. Damn. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's on YouTube. I gotta check that out. Yeah, he's, he's done it. He's done it in a bunch of different ways, but he's he's jumped out of parachute. He's still alive, I guess, right? He is still alive. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. done it all, though, hasn't he? I mean, just to get on a total sidetrack, he was like in like car racing. Well, he was so- like a like uh, extreme biking that point break remake is really trying to like feed into the nitro circus crowd like those type of people that like are like travis pastrana these like adrenaline junkies and it's like it's such a small market to try to please it's such a it's it's super small there's not a lot of us that are born without that part of our brain who don't fear fear So Johnny Utah is hanging on to Bodie's parachute. He's pointing the gun at Bodie's head, but he can't pull Bodie's ripcord. And this is the same thing that they did before when they had when they had jumped before. You pull your, you know, you pull yeah. yours. No, you pull yours. Like 
and, and no, like, you, you you hang up first. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so cute. It's adorable. They're bromance. Uh, so Johnny Utah has to let go of the gun to pull to pull the shoot, and they both reach the ground. Johnny Utah landing on that bad knee mm. comes back. Uh, you know, Chekhov's gag. Mm. If you talk about something in the first act, has to come back up. Wait, in but the third then you heard it earlier as well during the run no no it, he's he lands okay. on that leg it, it most of the weight oh i think during a run it, something flared up yeah i think something he flared shoots up in the, he shoots in the air isn't that because he's the angry run? he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. no he, he shot in the air because he just didn't want to kill bodie i mean no no but i no, but i know that part but that he, he'd fallen he was on the ground because he'd like landed funny on his knees no, it's he, possible yeah i don't i don't know you just saw that. last night dude uh, yeah but <laughs> <laughs> this is not a movie you watch it sounds like, about unattentively right. yeah. uh <laughs> I had cell phone in hand while, while watching this movie. <laughs> I, was, I was not deep diving into it as, as heavily as I might for some Cell phone ones. off, engage. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that movie. <laughs> By like the 90th bro, I would have been like, I'm done. <laughs> Even though we're the super movie bros, I could only handle And that was 20 minutes in. <laughs> 20 the 90th minutes. bro. <laughs> so uh, Bodhi winds up getting away, though. Uh, he releases Johnny Utah's girlfriend. He gets away. Him and Rosie go off. His entire gang's dead, though. It's just him. And him and Rosie go pick up the money, and they l- drive the jeep off into the sunset. And we get—I believe it's three years later, isn't that what it says on the screen? Mm. It's three years later, and we're in obviously the Pacific Northwest, but what they say is <laughs> Queensland, Australia. No, Bell's Beach is in Victoria. Be- okay, so yeah. so they're they're on Bell's Beach. I don't believe there's any evergreens no. on Bell's Beach. No, so they're clearly in either. Bell's or- Beach doesn't look like that at no. all. So they're either in Oregon or or in. Uh, Are you saying Point Break lied to me? <laughs> or Washington, and that's where we get the scene of the guy with the world's worst Australian accent. Oh yeah, yeah, what did he just say? Uh, <laughs> they got a guy that's like yeah. who did a boomhauer impression as he walked past <laughs> yeah, Johnny what, Utah. Man. <laughs> like, oh man, gonna give it right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's Bodie on the beach with a fresh haircut. Yeah. Shaved. Stand on the beach. Didn't, didn't they make a point? Now, this is something, if I remember correctly as well. Didn't they make a point that they found Rosie in pieces somewhere at some point? I don't recall that. They, I, I remember they he was on his phone at that point. Yeah, <laughs> I was, no, I remember I, it talks about something about how, like, at one stage he found Rosie in pieces, almost to make the point that like Bodie, Bodie killed him, killed him. Yeah, yeah. didn't need him anymore and killed him. I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, Bodie. Bodie did everything he could. Like they even mentioned earlier on uh, in a, when Gary Busey's talking about how the robberies go down. Thirty robberies in two years. They've never. They've never used their weapons. They've never. They've never hurt anybody. They've, they've never had to use their weapons. So that cop that they killed in that in that bank robbery with Johnny Utah was actually the first person that Bodie had to kill. So unless the 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 character development for Bodie they're trying to make is he's been a psychopath in the making, yeah, and but, once but he got I his mean, first kill, under himself, but I don't even see that. No. But it doesn't make any sense. of the girl and. And giving it to Rosie, who he's prepared to let her cu- let him cut her up. I, I mean, felt like but that was even fake. Then, I never really believed he's, it. He's not the one killing her. Yeah. There's always a disconnect. Well, then, it, then that is true. That is true. And he's all about his mission as far as like just getting his money and doing his vibe right. and, and doing, <laughs> doing his, his thing. But yeah, so, doing, yeah, exactly. They're on the beach and Johnny Utah and... Bodie have another fight together. They're beating each other up, and you know Bodie has the upper hand, hands down. He's beating the crap out of Johnny Utah, and Johnny Utah 
does a little dirty trick. He handcuffs them, mm-hmm. and he handcuffs them both together. And this is the set of waves that uh, that Bodhi was talking about, oh, like yeah, the big one. storm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, every thirty years, you know, you get these. Well, they set that up earlier in the right. movie. So they did yeah. ten to twenty foot. Uh, what is it? Twenty to thirty foot swells. All this stuff, and uh, only only someone who's truly insane would ever yeah. do it. And you know, for totally Bo- bitching man, yeah. <laughs> for for, for Bodhi, it's the ultimate high. It's something yeah. he's waited his entire life for. So he convinces Johnny Utah to let him go, and he paddles out, and he goes to ride this Ooh, massive wave. The- Sunset, sort of, sort of. Even though it's raining, it's not raining. Uh, Which uh, does it even rain in Australia all that often? Victoria, with well, those beaches, yeah, okay. absolutely. Fair enough. It, actually, the weather in the Pacific Northeast well, East would be very similar to yeah. weather in that area. It's supposed <laughs> to be a storm too, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. right, yeah. So yeah. he takes the wave, and we we clearly see Bodhi go down, and we hear he we hear paddle out very far to get a big ass wave. <laughs> yeah, like yeah that, he did. And he doesn't surf it very he didn't long. Do very well. it's like, that, that must be a wave in like fall. two foot le- worth of water. But there's also like massive of rock croppings like just right there yeah. and i was like is this the best place to ride this wave is here well, he clearly had a death wish anyway right. so right. well yeah he didn't yeah. want to go to jail for the rest yeah. of it he did kill a cop so he's not yeah, gonna he, he could get the death penalty yeah he won that last I mean, high you know? are we to expect that maybe that he could have gotten away i mean uh, I, I, can you imply that at all i don't think so don't johnny think, utah was he he, them down because of the waves the yeah. best surf that's how he found them yeah i don't think he ever yeah. thought he was getting away I no yeah. i don't think so no like otherwise, there is no other way for anybody to find him because I mean, at that time, there's no way to track him. He's he's across the seas. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's he's out of the states. It's mm-hmm. not gonna he's not gonna find him. He's so low maintenance to begin with. But Johnny Utah knows him, his personality, what he's attracted to. Oh yeah, and he yeah. went to those spots. So and, and, and this this also him. opened up well, a whole. Why, that's what I'm saying. Where he picks up about Rosie because as he's talking about how he he tried to find him, he he talks about how he found Rosie in pieces somewhere. So that goes into what huh. you were just saying by, about that was that he. He'd been tracking him for this like three years. This made me. This, this made me wonder. Like, Bodhi always traveled where summer was, where the waves were, and stuff like that. Was he robbing banks in Victoria, Australia, as well? Like, was he robbing banks everywhere he, he went? Probably. I think I he was probably. I think he was probably laying low yeah. on his money. It, I mean, it, was, it yeah. would explain why the Australian government was so willing to allow one FBI agent to come and take this guy out. You know. So, but uh, I do love the way the Australian cops like. We'll just wait for him to come back. <laughs> like, he's coming back he's not stupid. coming back bro <laughs> that's stupid uh, he's you not get, coming you get back these American cops and they'd be jumping in on surfboards trying to catch him I'm like no these strains just gonna sit back if he dies it's less trouble yeah. right yeah. there's not as much paperwork <laughs> exactly yeah you know well, didn't you guys have a prime minister just like go disappeared? Howard like, Holt. Howard Holt. Yeah, he yeah. disappeared, right? Yeah, absolutely. Then there's went, all those. Went for a swim. There's all those back. conspiracies. Really? That, Did he yep. catch a wave? Oh yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, oh, he oh, and stuff, and he went for went for a swim. <laughs> not, uh, I mean, in the ocean. It was in Victoria, okay. so it wasn't near. Belle and he Beach, was also but, a world class swimmer, by yeah. the way. But he was, but he also was nursing an injury. I mean, the, the conspiracy theories are plenty on that. They buddy? say he was oh, a Russian he spy. Or no, he was a Chinese spy. A Chinese submarine picked him up. Oh yeah, I mean, I've heard it all. Wow. Did he have a mullet? Yeah, he disappeared. No, you- <laughs> see, our news is all flooded by Trump, so we're yeah, not I mean, even we like. Oh, no, no, this isn't this recent. Nineteen sixties. Oh, yeah, oh, I don't. Oh, oh, that was like a long I'm time. Sorry. Yeah, this is not This is nineteen sixties. Okay. Yeah, no, this is yeah, this is a long time ago oh. before before we were all around. But, but I'm just saying. 
Yeah. No one ever found the body. No. No one ever found Bodie's body either. No. That was what I'm assuming. So, so I don't know together. whether. I don't I, know. You know, that's a good point. I didn't think Harold about that. Holt and uh, Bodie together. Together? Yeah. yeah. With Bodie's money. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. a whole new bromance. <laughs> that's the sequel that's we've the been sequel. waiting for. <laughs> with Tupac. <laughs> well, I mean, if they um, if they both are dead, we're going to have to learn necromancy to get yeah. them back. I mean, Patrick Swayze is no longer with us, unfortunately. Yeah. Died of pancreatic cancer a couple years back. Yeah. So. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's. Well, it's an appropriate ending. I think for the Wait, movie, but hundred percent. I, I, I didn't get the. I didn't get why he waited till this. I mean, I, I guess you could say that like he he finished his chapter where he throws his his badge into the water. That's that's in this, right? Yeah, he, not, uh, yeah. No, you're that. right. Yeah. That's the very last. Thing I didn't happens. really understand that. I didn't think yeah, that I was think within was his character. That, I thought that was out yeah. of character. Um, I didn't totally buy so that. Yeah, that was a little. That was my one of my things that just kind of nicked. Yeah, mm. bothered me a little bit at the end because mm. uh, I just it just did not jive well with that character Bodhi at all. Because so he would have yeah. stayed in the force forever, right? You know, that's um, just his makeup. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, we dictate that we don't call it the force anymore. It sounds a little too aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> the force. <laughs> It's uh, too in line with Star Wars. You no, separate it, the two. I'm, I'm talking about Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz plays so much homage to this movie. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> where he talks about, have you ever fired an entire clip into the air? <laughs> oh! Bad that Boys and Bad too. Boys, yeah. Uh, yeah, you never seen Bad Boys 2. <laughs> How about Bad Boys 3? But, uh, coming out yeah, soon, Bodie, 2020. Yeah, Bodie going off and catching that last big wave. It, it makes sense. But yeah, him throwing his yeah. badge away at the end. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, the, the wave part, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But the throwing of the yeah. badge in, I'm just like... Uh, I love the wave. I hated the badge. Well, if you, one of those if you think I mean, about, like, John C. McGinley's character in, in the film, like, they were right. Like, But because of the way the FBI runs, they weren't able to conduct their investigation the way they wanted. You know, Johnny Utah had is kind of seeing the flaws yeah. of... The criminal justice he did, system. He did have to take it upon himself to do a lot of things, and yeah, so. right. But, right. And 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 at the same time, you know, he Bodie yeah, asked him, "Have you been surfing?" And he's like, "Every day." Like, yeah. so like he's living the life. But he's, uh, right. He's found a peace within himself, and yeah. I think like for Johnny Utah, joining the FBI was it was something he did because he felt useless. Right. Like mm-hmm. he was injured, and, and and he had this big football career ahead yeah. of him. And ego. The, right. The football career is gone. What else can he do? Okay. And a lot of guys who are who are like that, who who are who are quarterbacks, who are who are these big time athletes, they also have a hero complex and. I believe that's what Johnny Utah had. And when he tried to become a hero, he wound up getting led down the road of being a villain so easily that I think like towards the end, you know, I, I feel like he didn't need that hero role anymore. And he had found his peace yeah. through surfing, which is what Bodie preached. It wasn't like Bodie was wrong the entire time. It's just that, you know, he he, he didn't the fucking drink banks thing was a little, yeah, a little too much, you know, like <laughs> yeah. he, he, he could have just left led the simple life. And yeah, I okay. think I think that's what Keanu Reeves character wants at this that's what johnny utah wants at this point yeah. he wants to live the yeah. simple life he, he found a different purpose i guess right that's, i think he's that, just, it's well think put dave <laughs> but they just did not uh portray yeah, that on screen well enough by throwing his badge in the water no yeah this movie just around. ends like i'm not I'm, <laughs> it's like a dramatic ending i guess yeah. i'm just saying that's the way i take back it to pick it up so he can actually give it give it to his boss yeah. back at headquarters <laughs> that's the way i take he it when i'm watching throws it, it down and during like, the credits he goes oh, back. You know, i'm gonna take that back <laughs> but it's it's i'm not gonna get my deposit back it's not it's not explicitly said any nothing about this ending is explicitly said but that makes sense that's true 
Yeah, leaves it to interpret. So if that's what they tried to portray, it, it just didn't work. It's no, not for me. But yeah, um, but I, I get what Dave's saying. But no, it's a he's, fun, he's it's a fun ride, right? And yeah. that's the end of the movie. So yeah, and they have to end the movie somehow, right? Yeah, like if Johnny sure. Utah kept his badge in his pocket and went off, then what growth did your main character have throughout this movie at all? I just find it. I'd, I'd find it funny that some kid just walking along the beach finds this FBI <laughs> badge. <laughs> 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 grows up. Oh, FBI! <laughs> pulling cars over. I'm the FBI. <laughs> You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I mean that—that's Point Break in in a nutshell, in in a brief sort of synopsis. <laughs> in a uh, show. Let's get into some of the behind the scenes stuff and and just some of our ramblings. <laughs> So, if the story for Point Break sounds super familiar to you, it's because you probably remember this story when you saw it in Fast and Furious <laughs> from 2001. Surfboards yeah. with cars, yeah. And then, uh, Which our generation's Point Break. <laughs> like when I was watching this, no, I mean our generation's Point Break is Point Break. <laughs> I saw Point Break long before I saw this. For before I, I before I saw Fast well, and Furious for sure. Yeah, but this. This was when I was like in tenth grade or something like that. I was a teenager, so the Fast and the Furious movie was more. I felt like, but my generation I mean, it's movie. almost like beat for beat the same. A young oh, FBI absolutely. agent, sure, moves there and to, to LA, infiltrates a gang of some extreme sports thing, same structure, car yep. racing. Yeah, uh, ex- except like what I texted you guys last night was <laughs> instead of preaching like peace and like like Bodhi did like and worshiping the ocean Dom preaches family family <laughs> family <laughs> uh, and Brian becomes part of the family right. <laughs> until the rock comes until and the fucks rock. it all up <laughs> uh, but I mean even the movie ends very much the same way where like Brian gives up being mm. a- an officer after he Let allows after he allows you know, Dom to do his one final quarter <laughs> mile just like Bodhi yeah. wanted to catch his final big wave like it's and I was like, holy shit. Like, while watching although, this, like, I put them two together. I was yeah. like, they are the same fucking although movie. Fast and Furious maybe the same sequels. producer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe we should do some research on that. <laughs> James Cameron? It wasn't. James Cameron was the producer on Point the Break. The only producer? Well, I'm sure. Yeah, there's a thousand producers for every. Dude, you can get a producer credit just Let for it. getting a studio exec the blowjob that he needed that day. Like, I mean, like, yeah, it, yeah. if you give Harvey Weinstein a blowjob, you, you got you a got producer a producer credit, credit. Yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We're, we, you know, yeah, we talked about how original Point Break is. But then Fast and the Furious uh, got driven into the ground with many, many sequels. So right, and the first and spinoffs now and spinoffs. The first Fast and Furious was like it was I, great. I, it was. It wasn't like hugely popular. Like it was. It was successful. Yeah, it wasn't a huge. It wasn't. Like it a, wasn't a juggernaut. I mean, so much so that like most of them didn't actually want to come back to do the sequel when the sequel came around. I mean, we shouldn't talk about Fast and Furious too much because something tells me we Wait, are going to be doing. I'm isn't sure that, it'll come. Isn't that up. the truth though? Because what's his name didn't come back for it. No, yeah, uh, Vin Diesel did yeah, not come. He didn't, and then yeah. his career sort of tanked a little right. bit, so he had to come back for that. He has well, a cameo in the third one, though. So he he kind of went off to be like quote unquote a serious actor. He 
he did he did a bunch of like smaller like indie films and stuff like that in that time and there was some buzz around him being like a really good actor and none of those projects ever really panned out and it turned out that because like he's not because he's he's a solid actor is what it comes down to and that's it serviceable right actor. and and i think like after years of of trying it, he realized like i'm really good at being this type of character Dumb. and once Dumb. you have your first kid you realize i just want that money, money. Right. <laughs> it's all about the money. i'm just gonna do what it Right. What gives me the box offs? Gives so, me this residual. So Vin Diesel you know, immediately off, is yeah. like, I will do Fast and Furious, which sure. is Fast and Furious Four. Four. Uh, uh, he goes off and does another Riddick movie and yeah, stuff like Chronicles that. Of Riddick, and yeah. and you know he those are uh, he even and returns much, for Triple X at one and point. How much too, does so. he make for saying I am Groot? Doesn't he make like an astronomical like? To be fair, he has to say it in like 120 different languages. Like he records for like days doing that. That's not that's not easy. But uh, also. Huh. As method acting as Vin and Diesel is. also different is. kind of like Inflections. ways to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he, right, I'll give you that. He also, uh, he's such a method actor that when he does that, he insists on being in an extra large booth because he comes to his recording sessions wearing still. Shut the f- <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Could you not up? <laughs> Could you go watch videos? He showed up. Stop. He was wearing. I, I, I just don't see him as a method actor. That's He's- all. <laughs> it's got to be a joke. <laughs> yeah. He shows up in like a white t-shirt. Like oh no no. And no, he's no. got sunglasses on, and he's in the recording booth, and he's just going. I, I think I rude. lost a lot of respect for him. He does it in all the languages. He's uh he's pretty pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> gotta say uh but yeah that's his but we digress but we digress <laughs> let's, right. let's get back to to some some little things about point break patrick swayze all of his own stunts as much as he as could, as he could. <laughs> until he gets injured and he, he got injured. forced to How early not on do was all that? Stunts. Does anyone know? no he actually uh did a lot of his own surfing stunts is from what we read and he did all of his own skydiving stunts because yeah. he was actually a very accomplished skydiver mm-hmm uh by the time they were filming this movie so but they, uh, uh, almost everybody that was like in the movie was a surfer that they got to be in the movie it wasn't like they trained actors to be surfers except patrick swayze and keanu reeves and keanu reeves just like johnny utah in the movie he loves surfing so much that he still does it to this he day. still does it to this day right yeah. from from his point break days but patrick still- swayze doesn't do it to this no, day because he's no. dead he's dead <laughs> <Thanks to him. laughs> Wow. I wasn't sure that went morbid that. really quick. <laughs> uh, surfing, surfing. Can I, the, can I mention that there's surfing a, the clouds in heaven? The, the, the word "fuck" is said 105 times in this. Movie. All right. Wow. wow. All right. I don't remember that. It all. Yeah. Al- it it, it almost comes yeah. close to uh, Wolf of Wall Street, which says it once every like. No, like, that's the, they have the record. They, yeah, it's like by far it's like, the record. has got to have. Both. I think it's like once every 10 seconds. There's a fuck really? like in, in Wolf of. And before that, I think it was Casino or Good Spells. It was another Scorsese film. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And the, the the word fuck loses its meaning <laughs> in Wolf yeah, of Yeah, but Wall you're Street. talking like about 91. You're talking about that was like scandalous. Right, but mm. that's that would be the only reason this movie's rated R. Yeah. Like is is there's the word fuck being used. Uh, well, uh, there's, there's not a lot of boob that. Like yeah. even the boob it's it's all quick. There's a requisite like, boob, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh there's, some violence. there's enough kid boob. We'll yeah. put it that way. Yeah, kids can see it and be wow, that's boob. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. I, re- I read through a lot of like the behind the scenes stuff on IMDb, and it's it's none of it's like super interesting. 
Hey, you know, it, it, some of it, it's like, oh, okay, I guess that's kind of cool. But like, none of it's like, wow, like yeah. you know. But like you did the other ones. You did say that there was alternate titles to Absolutely. this film. Before well, you Point mentioned Break. one before. Johnny Utah was the original title that they were going to call the movie. Hell of a name. Okay, but did you know the other movie that the other title they were going to call it? If they called it Johnny Utah, we clearly would have gotten sequels because they all would have been Johnny Utah colon something <laughs> <Yeah>. something. <laughs> Point Break. <laughs> And then he would would he have gone on to do John Wick after doing Johnny Utah? Yeah, I don't know. Right. Because originally, you know, Indiana Jones was just called Raiders of the Lost Ark. Even to this day, when Steven Spielberg talks about Indiana Jones movies, he refers to them as Raiders films. Like that's what he calls yeah. them. But because Indiana Jones was so synonymous that all the rest of them were Indiana Jones and the. Mm-hmm. So like if this got a sequel, would they have retroactively put out like a box set of all the DVDs? <laughs> Johnny Utah, Colin, point break. <laughs> it was originally also going to be called Riders on the Storm. Okay. Well, that would have made that ending very telegraphed. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, a little obvious. So that was another name it was going to be called. Bit on the nose. Yeah. yeah. You know. I think that's, and that's the whole reason why I think it was not called that. But there is a point where someone does say... Uh, Point Break in the movie, like someone talks. Yeah, they do of, talk about. Someone yeah. does mention what a point. When you're talking is. about surfing, you're talking about surfing, right? And like it was that moment where I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> there it is. But also, it's like a metaphor, man. Like, but you know, think about. But it. also, like he wait, comes wait. to a point break yeah. in his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And just, again, just going back I mean, to those scenes, like again, growing up in Australia, seeing scenes like that where, like, there was all these like. Massive parties and bonfires on the beach. And were, shit you like that. Surfer, that, 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 I, were you a surfer, bro? That I just Were you a surfer, bro? I surfed. I bodyboarded. I, I never. Oh, surfed, I, I never stood up. Bodyboard. I never yeah. Yeah. I never stood up surfed because I'm too <laughs> lazy for that. But <laughs> I never um, stood up. Surfed. But uh, see, like, because I'm a rotund Italian man, when we go to the beach, we just body surf. Like we just use our <laughs> we just, body. Yeah, we just, we just use our the- bodies as the <laughs> boards, bro. But we become plow at the bottom of the ocean and fuck up our fucking chins and stuff i scuffed up my chin a couple of times from well, when well, we went with uh john oh from, dude <laughs> we went with john like the waves were like they told us like we couldn't go more than five feet out because but we were stretching it <laughs> like they, there was a huge storm which washed away most of the beach like when you went five feet out you were actually in five feet of water too it was yeah. like up to your neck and the breakers were just slamming so close to shore we were boom, trying to boom, body surf boom, boom. and yeah. like you would body surf and before you knew it like the wave was crashing onto the beach yeah. and your body was just getting slammed onto yeah. the beach me and, me and my brother troy um we we watched endless summer that i don't know if you've ever seen those surf movies endless summer and endless summer 2 basically they're surf movies where these like guys just go around the world just surfing and we thought we were the biggest people that could go surfing ever but we we, we didn't go surfing we went bodyboarding so we bought bodyboards and we went to here Phillip we Island. call it boogie boarding guys yeah boogie boarding so we went <laughs> We went to Phillip Island back home in Australia, in, in Victoria. I, I, we were out. We were maybe about maybe 20 feet out in the water. And there were some big, big, big waves going on that day. It was a, there was a little bit of a storm going on. And we, we didn't practice anywhere. We just we just jumped in thinking we could we could do it. You know, we'd seen mm. seen TV. We were like, yeah, Salt we could just break. And, and that's so, when so, you so, and your brother <laughs> discovered oh, the man, prime I, minister's I, body. I, I, caught this, <laughs> I, I caught this one it wave. Comes back around. I caught this one wave, and I thought it was the coolest thing until I got- Totally wiped out from it. And the only thing I remember is that the way that the wave hit me is I remember sitting on the bottom of the ocean. Did you wipe out or did you oh, wipe was, out, I was, bro? I was wiped. But I was sitting on the bottom of the ocean. I had my my board attached with one of those cables. My hand was up in the, up in the sky in the water um, because the board was way above me. And I just remember sitting there going, I'm going to drown. And I'm sitting there. And then I next the next wave was about to crash. And I got up and I got a, 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 an F 
you know, some air, and I eventually got back to, to shore. I tell you what, I think I maybe boogie boarded maybe three more times after that. I that was uh, not very good. Was it a sick wave though? <laughs> yeah, mm. I was. Yeah, I was sick. You got totally <laughs> brody, bro. <laughs> I was like, this is a sick wave, bro. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, I think it's safe to say we all really enjoyed Point Break. Is re- is, is really going too far? It's hard not to enjoy yeah, it. It's a, yeah, I it's mean, a hard, it's, it's a fun little movie. Yeah. It's a very movie movie. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you could yes. really just grab a, a box, you know, whatever of pop co- popcorn, lay back and just watch this movie. Absolutely. It is a popcorn movie. It's a definitely a popcorn movie. Yeah. Very entertaining movie. So, yeah. But it's one that you can keep going back to every now and then, yeah. too. Like, you can watch it. It's not like some of these movies that we've talked about even on, on, on Movie Cocktail where you, you're like, I'm not going to go back and watch that again. Mm. This is a movie that maybe, yeah. you know, I don't know if you could sit back to back and watch it or something like that. I was, but I was like, Dave, I didn't think, you know, I didn't think revisiting this movie would, I thought it'd be kind of corny or whatever. But yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, but I ended up uh, really enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. So, yeah. I mean, I, I really didn't think it was, I really didn't think it was that deep until I watched it again. And I was like, it's, it's not like I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying it's super deep, bro. <laughs> no, but like, I'm there's just, more but, to it than. There's a lot more to it yeah. than the action. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's it has got, some sick action too. It's got some. It's got some stuff there. Uh, you know, more than you would expect. And and then once again, it, there has. Some, they have some amazing shots yeah, that are some, absolutely some really nice gorgeous. So the cinematography uh, sometimes are really cool. Not Keanu's finest acting. No, maybe no. But, um, I actually, you know, I actually found him pretty grating throughout this entire movie. <laughs> but I think it's more like the attitude that he had. You know what I mean? I think that was more what they were going for. Only, him, o- only specifically when he's with the surfer guys. Mm-hmm. I got it. Like it, yeah. it matches. Right, it matches. Other well, than in, that, yeah, everywhere it else it has a match. Yeah, mm. which was really surprising because I'm like, might, I th- it would have been that cooler the movie though. Like, mm. like as you said, maybe he wasn't really before, one of them. Like at yeah. the end of the movie, he gets it. That's that's who he is. So, so, so I would maybe- I would believe it if he wasn't that way before he got to the servers exactly. and then he becomes exactly. that way because he had the exact same kind of mo- like voice tone. Right. He was like me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Super Movie Bro J just trying to be like acting in a movie. Bro. And being the FBI yeah. like, yeah, let's 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 get these bad guys. Like that'd be fun. Let's Point go. break, remake, remake with J. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, you're gonna play Bodie. Um, Mark's gonna be the director. Stop growing out the mullet now. I said Mark's gonna be the director. Oh yeah. Well I'll- either that or Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean, you know, Keanu is Keanu, but uh, <laughs> I think he's, early, it's early, early and Keanu, I think it's, yeah. he's definitely like a presence in the film, you know, so. Here's one thing they've learned about Keanu in movies, and it's something that John Wick does effectively. Less is more with him. Mm-hmm. Like they. Well, he's limited. Right. For sure. They as, don't. As an actor he doesn't. Voice. He doesn't talk a lot in the John Wick movies. Right. And when he does, he does it through this like deep <laughs> Those voice. are tongue in cheek, too. I mean, yeah, they he are. knows what he's doing with that one. But yeah. Back then, I mean, this time he was really. Tr- I think this is probably right well, after Bill and Ted. This or is soon after, right after the first Bill and Ted. I want to say the second yeah. Bill and Ted came out after this. Yeah, so this was his sort of, I guess, dipping his toe in the water of being like an action yeah. star. So you, you see him in like the early stages of that, which, and then he spends a long time as an yeah. action star. Pretty much the whole nineties, he is an action star. Yeah, yeah, up until after Speed, I guess, or at least known as one. Right, well, for no, sure. Up yeah. until ninety nine, when he does Matrix. The, the Matrix. Matrix. Oh yeah, of course, Matrix. What am I thinking? The action star, and then after <laughs> he that, the one. Yeah. he goes through obscurity again for yeah. for a while. From what I've read about him, as it was well, the last time Warner he's Brothers not, was successful. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> he's not one of these like mega superstars. He's not. He, he. I mean, there's there's stories of him like from uh, Devil's Advocate. 
that he gave up. I secretly love that movie. How yeah. much <laughs> vanity? <He gave laughs> Definitely up, my favorite scene. But, but he gave up a, a big portion of his salary so that they could get Al Pacino for the movie because oh. they, they weren't going to get him for the oh. movie. But he gave you up want his me? salary. It feels so great. Every check I cashed was Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> it was his money. Oh. Yeah, there are lots of stories about Keanu Reeves. But he gives, life, he like gives a cool money dude, away. Yeah. Keanu like Reeves. That. He's he, got no ass. He has a actually, he has a, a lot of uh, tragedy in yeah, his personal he does. life. Like so to do with his sister, like a, he's, he's, his sister he's, was an addict. Or yeah, something, he's uh, kept that secret for quite yeah. some time. So, but uh, everything I hear about Keanu Reeves is he's the type of guy that like there's and there's some videos of him like doing this. Like he'll he sits on like a like there was people videotaping. He sat on a park bench for like hours feeding yeah. pigeons. Like and everyone's like. That Keanu Reeves. Like, what Keanu the Reeves. fuck? Yeah. So, like, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, but he's he's a guy who, like, even though he comes off as like, yeah, brah, like this like dumbass dude, like he he he's actually most of the time is deep in thought. Yeah. Um, and which is why he's actually pretty good for this movie. Right. Think about it. Yeah. And he's also like this type of guy that, like, I hear no one has ever had like a bad experience no. meeting Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Sure. Like, he's apparently a all working with him. Yeah. Right. Super down to earth guy, yeah. like he's just salt of the earth, just so kind. I know he's and big nice on my motorcycles. Grateful. He has his own motorcycle company. Yeah. He was actually yeah. on, Seriously? and I hate this show, but he was on Norman Reedus's ride, which is like uh, an AMC uh, reality show that follows Norman Reedus. Uh, Keanu Reeves was actually on an episode just riding through California with Norman Reedus okay. and stuff. And it's, but like it, you know, it was nice. So he lives a life. So know? yeah, I yeah. mean, he th- th- and I think that's what he's more simplicity. About. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. And it was just, early on in his career. Too. He's a very simple guy. Yes, like, and uh, I think that I think that comes off. I would say personal life more so than like his professional life. You know, like, uh, but well, he does do well in like these simple roles. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think I think everybody Hollywood and him included know his limitations. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, certain <laughs> movies don't highlight. No, I think at this things, point though, like, <laughs> but deep into his forties, like he gets what he is as an actor, yeah. and like John, John Wick is him getting it. Right, John John Wick works for him, but yeah. then he'll also do like a romantic comedy yeah, and play like, like uh, right, and, and and he'll play a supporting role in a romantic yeah. comedy, and then he'll do like an indie flick like after that, yeah. and like sure. and like he's found his mix now, like he's yeah. found his use, and he, yeah. he he works in these capacities and stuff like that, and he's kind of killing it now career wise. Mm-hmm. Because when you find that, when you find those niches, when you find yeah. those those roles that are right for you, is when you're really. I don't think he's gonna have much of a career when he gets old. Like no. I, I, I can't. Yeah, I just can't, I can't see him. But I can also finding see him any kind like of roles fading away. No, he'll be like really a, a mentor, maybe mentor no. roles, maybe he'll be like know. a uh, a James Brolin. Like, you know, J- Josh Brolin's father, James yep. Brolin, he was big in the cowboy movies and stuff yeah. like that. He had some some TV I'm just and a little some movie wor- success in the 70s and 80s, yeah. but then he kind of fell into obscurity. But now, like, yeah. he shows up in comedies or he shows up on, on a sitcom and stuff like that, and he's effective in the roles that he plays. That That's Keanu Reeves' path. That's the path that he'll have. He'll makes always be a work- fun of himself. He'll, he'll like always be path. a working actor. He'll, he'll have and, bit parts here and there. Yeah. He'll and he really does want to make but, Bill and Ted 3 as well. Uh, no, it's happening. It, well, it is, it, it is. No, it, it's, uh, it's, it's been officially yeah. announced. It's been officially announced. It's, it's, been official? it's, it's, it's actually okay. happening. Yeah. I thought last I saw, he was like, we really want to make it. No, know, no. So. Him and I believe him and Alex Winter yeah. is his name. They are they, they are in. Like they, right. they, well, they, they, I know I saw a photo it. recently within a couple the, of months. The, the Hollywood yeah. Bowl or something like that where they announced or something like that. Yeah. 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 There was even talk of one point that they were going to just crowdfund 
Bill and Ted Three. That's what I thought they were doing. Yeah, yeah but no, but, no, it's, but it's actually the joke of that is like how old they are now. <laughs> so you're right. So I mean, Wild he will have stallions. <laughs> he will have some kind of career, but yeah, it's it's hard to picture but, what but it's that could. Be. But that could play really well into oh, the totally. whole theme of the movie. Yeah, I'm sure it's a it whole totally different time yeah. frame. In the mood, in the the way, of, also with time of, travel of them element, getting into yeah. being who they are, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's Rocky only- Balboa, but for Bill and Ted. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they just got to get the beast out. <laughs> uh, all right, so we got another movie cocktail coming up next month, and as I teased before, the theme is terror in the woods, and it was I even put in parentheses on the thing. <laughs> Horror movies that take place in the woods. Horror. Horror. And there are a ton of horror movies that Mm. take place in the woods. And after we get through this, I'll go through some other ones that could have been better for Jay to pick. (laughs) But he didn't. So uh, I believe going around the horn here, Rob is first to pick. Rob, what is your your film for the next category? I'm going with The Blair Witch Project. Genre-defining when it yep. came out. First real big found footage film. I was sketchy. At the Truly at terrifying. Time. And uh, and I've got some stories about that one, too, yeah. if that one wins. If you take some space from it, like, you know, and now it. some people regard it as an awful film. Some people regard it as a great film. It depends where you it's fall. It's not a whole genre of films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a worthy entry, when for you, sure. When, but when you take a step back and you rewatch it years later, it holds up. Like, it's 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 an effective I haven't seen it in a film. long time. I'd be interested. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind checking out. Out, Jay, but, um, what is your pick? The Gray. Not horror. So I was joking about Depends this. Depends on your interpretation. <laughs> it's definitely a thriller. And what sure. I got from it was terror. Terror in the woods. That's what got to me. And these are a group of men who are terrified. Sure. It's and a then, survival tale in the woods. And then a man with to... a particular set of skills of sets out to fight an endangered <laughs> species and destroy it. So, Vote for me. So, yeah, so he fights an endangered species, <laughs> yes. uh, destroys okay. dozens of them. Uh, well, uh, and, because they're going to destroy him. Wait, is this movie right. just Liam Neeson killing wolves the, the whole thing? Or? Basically. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At least towards the end. <laughs> Basically, it is. Yeah. Uh, and Sounds I, scary. I do love the post credit scene for this movie. I, I think that, that the post credit scene, which would be talk about if it wins it won't but if it wins. will <laughs> and i cinematic universe but yeah like i i find this movie more tragic but maybe that's because i love wolves so much like maybe maybe yeah, that's, that's why true. but I, I think so uh no i do fondly remember this movie i do like this movie it's a very man's man movie it's not a horror it is. Movie. it's a thriller but it's not a horror movie uh, i would say it's a survival thriller see i i went with the terror in the woods i didn't go with horror I went with terror he in the woods. Specific. <laughs> specific. The feeling that The man had. is terrorized in the woods. I would be terrified in the woods if I was in his place. Here, here's my movie Action, cocktail adventure, two drama, list. thriller. You're looking at it. Yeah. Terror in the woods. Parentheses. Horror movies. In the woods. In the woods. So I did say horror movies. It does say it on the list, Jay. So anyone who votes for this is a vote for not... Who's against the rules. A, a quiet. <laughs> Just like point break. <laughs> yeah, you could have said a quiet place. I would have went with that. Place. No, too late. You already said the great. No, I want to see the gray now, so I hope it wins. <laughs> no, I'm on board with the gray. I stand Mark, behind myself. What is your choice? Cabin Fever. That's what I went with. Cabin Fever. Yeah. Eli Roth's like yeah. first big Premier, picture. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I remember liking 
it. I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> it is very gross. It's like, yeah, it's uh, body horror. Like, I remember it makes being you like cringe. a horror film with you know with comedy elements in there, but I remember it being kind of different. That you know, it's not really like a slasher movie. Pancakes, pancakes, pancakes. Yeah. pancakes. Don't I want the pancakes, kid? <laughs> and Ryder Strong is in there. Ryder, yeah, Strong. absolutely. Lots of crazy shit in there. Yeah. Boy Meets World, man. I was mm-hmm. a big fan of that show. So watching Ryder Strong in this was kind of cool. Jay, here's a bunch of movies you could have picked: The Evil Dead. Shut the fuck up. Last House on the Left. <laughs> I spit on your grave. See, this the, everybody. This is Dave's manipulation yep. to try to not have my movie win. Yeah. <laughs> the Vivich, <laughs> Dead Snow. Look, and these are movies that I do like. Cabin in the Woods. I'm, Literally, look, it's in the title of the movie. Right, first of all, Cabin in the Woods. I don't like the ending. So Tucker and Dale why. versus Evil, Misery, and. 90% of the Friday the 13th movies. <laughs> you could have picked anyone. You could have picked anyone except, except for, for Jason the- Goes to Manhattan. Yeah. Or, or when he's on the spaceship. <laughs> Jason X. Like, even that has a scene yeah, in the woods. <laughs> Virtual reality. Uh, so you had so plenty you screwed up, Jay. Uh, <laughs> but, I'm, I'm sticking with it. Well, you didn't say your. What was your oh, selection? Yeah. Oh, my selection. It's it's 100% the winner. <laughs> I let you have this one, Dave, because I was going to say it, and then I was like, nah, Dave's going to pick this one. His it's, own category. It's Sam Raimi's seminal horror film. It is Evil Dead 2. Two. He's going with the sequel. Dead by Dawn? <laughs> Dead Which by is Dawn? sort of a comedy. Dead by Dawn. I mean. But it's still a horror film. Yeah. Okay. It's still horror. Cabin yeah. in the Woods is a comedy, but also a horror film. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ha- yeah. You know, Shaun of the Dead, Fair a horror enough. movie, but also comedy. So there's there, there's a lot of those. And I think that this is this is the way that Sam Raimi wanted the first one to be, which is mm. why this one is 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 Since part remake, remake yeah. and, you know, a, a reboot even, and a retelling of the original story, and then it continues the story. So I think this is the way Sam Raimi always wanted mm-hmm. us to look at this franchise. And you can't beat the gore in this one. And you can Over the top. Not, dude. <laughs> it. Yeah. The practical effects are both charmingly bad yeah. and wonderful at the same time. Right. Like some shots, some of the practical effects in this movie were so fantastic that it revolutionized mm-hmm. the way Sam Raimi made films, but with the way other people yeah. make films. Like there's so many horror the movies. The sheer audacity are, of oh some of these god. effects. Oh my god. And then when you so. get into the behind the scenes stuff of this yeah. film. Oh, there's tons of that for this one. So it'll it be is fun to talk about now then. Absolutely. Well, it'll be fun yeah. to talk about. Yeah. And I also picked I it. Dave because Jay fucking hates this movie. Oh, Fuck. yeah. Jay hates. Have you this seen movie. all of the Evil Dead? He has not. No. It's the only one. That's he the saw. only one you've seen. Okay. I was forced to watch it. I hate the first one too. Probably. <laughs> I think he would I think suffered f- through it. It probably took me three days to watch this thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so like, what about all that like blood though? It's pretty cool, right? Uh, yeah. But I mean, I just I love this series so much. I do love the original Evil Dead, but I like Evil Dead Two: mm. Dead by Dawn so better. You, you prefer that one? I prefer that yeah. one over the original one. Yeah. Army of Darkness is That's a, its own. Is it's it's its own thing. It's more a, of an action. It's comedy. a it's a fun yeah. romp. Uh, but uh, I really really like uh. Ash versus the Evil Dead, which was on Stars for three seasons. Yeah, I like, I loved the, I loved this, just this whole series, and I love Bruce Campbell in this role. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's when I think of like eighties horror, and I'm just like, th- like this is like the 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 pillar that like mm-hmm. stands up. It's it's this and like the thing are like my my wow. thing, my jams. Well, I your sister them. Kim was the one that introduced you to oh, yeah. Evil Dead. Oh and, yeah, and, and this is hers and making hers, Bruce her favorite Bruce Campbell my hero for years. <laughs> yeah, he's still well, my hero. He, he's got the the face. <laughs> Got the chin. He's got the jawline. Right. Yeah, I mean, I could have picked, I could have picked Bubba Hotep and really threw him <laughs> for a loop. <laughs> well, I don't know if there's any woods in that one. But. Yeah, 
think, I think there's one point where the mummy's yeah. chasing him through the woods. Why not? Who cares? Sure. <laughs> if Jay can pick the gray, I mean. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a pretty loose category at that point, isn't yeah. it? We're just teasing Jay. Yeah. But don't do it again. <laughs> we'll see what happens on the polls. <laughs> yeah, it's yours is going to look like Inside Man did for me this week. <laughs> So that's it. Th- those are the choices that we have. Rob has chose the Blair Witch Project. Jay has chose the Gray. Mark has chosen Cabin Fever, and I have chosen Evil Dead Two: Dead by Dawn. That's going to do it for Super Movie Bros this week. Don't forget to head over to fourhangovers.com. Use the promo code SMBFish to get your discount for the Blowfish Hangover Cure. Especially if you enjoyed our rum double shot cocktail from mm-hmm. this past episode you may need some blowfish in the morning we of course uh have other sponsors as well we are also featured on the podcoin app uh, podcoin app is where you can listen to podcasts and also earn a little bit for your hard podcast listening and uh you can also earn a little bit for charity as well while you listen so please check out super movie bros on the podcoin app it's available on ios and android we are also part of a network we are part of the podfix network so please head over to podfixnetwork.com and you can check out our show as well as all the other amazing shows that are part of the podfix network rob used to be part of it now he doesn't have a show so he's not but his movie cocktails still get to get presented on there you can go to the movie cocktails Uh, tab on that (laughs) but you live on is what i'm saying you're technically still part of the podfix network you're here you are you're here If you would like to influence the show at all or listen to some of our extra episodes, even get some gifts from the loot chest, you can head over to patreon.com slash supermoviebros. You can join our Patreon just for $1 a month. You can get a little bit more involved. Also, another thing that would really help us out other than just Patreon even more so, I would say, is if you listen to us on iTunes, please, please, please leave us a five-star review. That is what helps us get seen. That is what helps us make those little top lists that everyone seems to love so much about podcasting. Uh, getting ourselves on one of those lists would actually help the show grow immensely, and we need your reviews to do that. Mark, where can everybody listen to you and your show? Cult Movie Cult. Uh, you can find us on wherever you find your podcast. Actually, we're on Spotify now, uh, iTunes, and Podbean. So check us out. We're actually about to start a brand new series about Ralph Bakshi and his movies. Absolutely. If you're into that kind of thing, you know. And Rob, no one can find you anywhere anymore? Yeah, no. That's what I thought. Just here. (laughs) Yeah. He's just hanging out. Just hanging out. (laughs) Someday there'll be another Somewhere in North Jersey. I see another podcast in your future. (laughs) I'm thinking about it. I've got, but all the ideas I seem to come up with have some obscure little thing and I'm like, I already did one that had an obscure audience and That's good. You got to find the the niche. Uh, Yeah, but the niche didn't work for me last time. (laughs) You went for a niche of a niche. (laughs) You went for nerds, which is a niche and then you went for like, Nerd, yeah. yeah, then you went to a super so, nerd niche. You know, <laughs> one day down the line, I've got some ideas still. So, <laughs> so that's going to do it for Super Movie Bros tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Have an excellent night. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>